0: dot com
1: the revolution this 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 show is brought to you by Safety FM
0: Get the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh It doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 welcome to this new edition of the Rated R Safety Show on this Friday, August the 21st of 2020, day 234 of the year and only 132 days to go. Today is a day that we will talk about no corporate bullshit. Okay, that's a lie. That's that's never going to happen. Anyways, but how are you? Hopefully you were having a grandioso time before the noon hour did occur and we're hanging out right now, coming to you live across the multiverse of Safety FM. We are happily coming to you on safetyfm.com, safetyfm.live, and of course safetyfm.tv and the multitude of different platforms that we use as well. So thank you for coming out once again to hang out with us and see what the hell we got going on today. Most of the times, I'm not even sure what we have going on until it actually starts, if I'm being 100% honest about it, because that's really how it goes. Anyways, last night, we did have a event with Samuel Goodman having a conversation about equality. I had to tell you, I appreciate the people that came out hanging out last night, did some things. Samuel Goodman took some deep dives into some portions of the conversation that I think a lot of us should have and have a better understanding of. So I appreciate Samuel Goodman and the listeners coming out and taking a view and a listen of what was going on there. So really do, do, do appreciate the time on us, do, you, know, on, you know, you guys coming out and doing that with us. So as I do make the reference here, just want to make a quick reference that we will be going forward here. And talking about some different things today. You know, we have been starting off the show lately talking mostly about the things that are occurring inside of the world of, what is it? We talk about the things that are trending. And we've been talking about that. And some people seem to really like that. So I thought that was pretty interesting that people have liked that information. And then we have also been talking roughly a lot about Feature Story News, which I'm still trying to figure out. You know, how many people actually love that and some people that don't just to be on the safe side? Because I want to make sure that everybody's liking the stuff that is going on. With the, I mean, not the stuff that's going on because a lot of us hate the stuff that's going on, but with the conversations on where some of them are going. So we're going to stick to the feature story news aspect. When we get out of it, we'll start talking about the stuff that's trending. That's for sure. And then we'll talk about some other stuff that we have going on. Anyways, before I go into feature story news. Already a lot of reaction with the Linda Martin episode that came out today we did a little surprise on the jay allen show and we dropped directly today into a conversation with linda martin or dr linda martin bypass the mini and went directly into that seems to be a lot of interesting things coming about out of that conversation if you haven't taken a listen to it please feel free and going to the jay allen show dot or jay allen show.com better saying and go ahead and take a listen to the episode. Anyways, let's get you rolling into the news, because that's how we normally start off the stuff. So let's go from there. Here is the news on the Royal Air Safety Show.
1: From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Russia's leading opposition figure Alexei Navalny has been poisoned with a toxin so dangerous everyone near him must wear protective gear. That's according to his team. They say his life has been put in danger after a refusal to evacuate him to Germany. Dan Ashby reports from Moscow.
3: Navalny's team heard a transport officer warn the chief doctor that the poison is so dangerous that everyone should be wearing protective gear, though details are still scant on what the poison is. Meanwhile, doctors have refused his evacuation to Germany based on health grounds, but his team says it's because the Kremlin doesn't want the world to know what really happened? Danashby Moscow.
1: Svetlana Tikhanovskaya says her supporters in Belarus should step up strikes and protests after the disputed election earlier this month. She's in exile in Lithuania, insisting the election was stolen by President Alexander Lukashenko and should be rerun. The EU's chief Brexit negotiator, Michel Barnier, says he's disappointed after little progress was made in the latest round of negotiations. The EU and UK are trying to forge a new trade deal with each other before a transition period runs out at the end of the year. Stuart Smith reports from London. Michel Barnier says at this stage a deal seems unlikely as the seventh round of talks come to a close. The two biggest sticking points are fishing rules and post-Brexit competition, both very important politically for both sides. Mr Barnier's UK counterpart David Frost says this round of talks has been useful, but there's been little progress. He says negotiations are being made unnecessarily difficult by EU demands that the UK sign up to the EU's state aid and fisheries policy. They both agree that time is short. But UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson has repeatedly ruled out extending the transition period beyond the end of this year. If no deal is agreed, the UK and EU are set to default to World Trade Organization rules. Stuart Smith, London. With more than 4,700 cases in the last 24 hours, France has suffered its fifth highest day for coronavirus cases since the start of the outbreak in the country earlier this year. France is increasing testing but is also seeing thousands of people travel across the country on holiday, which authorities believe is contributing to the high numbers. Ross Cullen reports. Confirmed daily coronavirus cases were only previously this high in France in late March and
3: early April. Young people are making up the bulk of the new cases as thousands of people mingle on trains and planes as they cross the country to popular holiday locations. Local authorities recognise the need for tourism to boost the economy, but are bringing in regional restrictions. Toulouse has become the first French city to make face masks mandatory in all outdoor spaces. Cities like Paris, Marseille and Lyon currently only mandate face masks outside in certain streets. Ross Cullen, Paris. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. More now on Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny, who fell dangerously ill on Thursday while on a flight in Siberia. He is by no means the only Russian opposition figure to find themselves on the receiving end of poison. Max Seddon is with the Financial Times in Moscow. It
0: happened to the husband of one of Navalny's top lieutenants a few years ago. He, he was uh, attacked outside his house by a man with a syringe who injected him with uh, some sort of unknown substance. Uh, more more recently, it, it also happened to this uh, to a man, Pyotr Virzilov, an artist who you may remember did the pitch invasion at the World Cup final. He was in a coma for several days, had to be flown to, to
3: Berlin. But whoever poisoned Alexei Navalny was trying to remove an absolutely critical opposition figure in Moscow. Nikolai Petrov is a Russia analyst with Chatham House in London. He became especially popular two years ago. He is well known for his very successful campaign of smart voting uh, last uh, time in regional elections. That's why he makes understandable threat for the Kremlin. The Kremlin said it wished Mr Navalny a speedy recovery. President Trump said the State Department is looking into the case, but he expressed no concern nor sent sympathies to Mr Navalny and his family. Unusual, given America's long-held insistence on the need for a vibrant Russian opposition. With
1: FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. FSN is an independent source of news for TV, radio and digital networks worldwide. You can find more of our minute-by-minute updates on Twitter. Follow us there at Feature Story. And we have a wealth of audio and video stories from our global news bureaus on Facebook. You can find us there by following Feature Story News. Stay tuned for further updates right here. But for now, that is the latest Feature Story News. Ollie Barrett reporting.
2: This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety
0: Show. So what do you think when you hear all that kind of fun stuff? A lot of things going on there in the world for sure so 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 anyways are you glad that we're here towards the end of the week or are you looking at this going ah eh, it's another week what the hell's going on I'm just asking now if you need something to look forward to I got something for you you know we're always trying to figure out stuff to do because we don't want you to be bored at home so here's the th- here's the gig here's the gig this little event's taking place tomorrow it is. The first annual safety munch and bench. Now, I don't know how our logo got blocked, you know, broadened out so big on the thing. We are a sponsor of the event, but it almost that almost makes it look like it is our event, but it's not our event. Um, It has been it is being put on by Uncle Bill that is taking place tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern time. So if you're interested in actually attending to it, you can actually go to. Go to go to the website. Go to viewstuff to munch and mench. Go to viewstuff.com munch and mench, and you can get a ticket. It is free to to attend, so you're more than welcome on doing that if you're interested in doing that. Now I'll be there. I just don't know in what capacity. I always love when those things happen. So if you're interested in you know coming out, hanging out, and doing some stuff, there there you go. There's something to do over the weekend, and uh, they supposedly have something like twenty some odd panelists, from what I understand so far. So if you're interested, there's more than enough room to come and hang out, ask questions inside of the chat box. I'm assuming it's ask questions inside of the chat box. Like I said, I'm there in a, in a very limited capacity, and that will be actually taking place tomorrow. In the meantime, let's talk about some other things real quick. If you're kind of going down that rabbit hole of things and events that are out there to do, we also have this coming up the 18th of september 6 p.m eastern time we're going to be doing an ask me anything session with candace horbecks a lot of questions came about after her episode so this is a free event to attend to and you can come hang out with us 6 p.m eastern time september the 18th which is a friday so i would say get go by to the website safetyfm.io and go ahead and get your tickets anyway that's enough about that stuff we'll talk about some other stuff we got going on here in a bit but it sounds like it was just dropping plug after plug and that's definitely not what we're doing but let's talk about what else is going on during this weekend this lovely weekend of ours let's talk about some things that are trending because i think you need to know about those new new this weekend to netflix the sleepover one one br in September's Shiraz. So things that you can watch that are new out there. Also on new on HBO Max, Queen and Slim. Don't know what it is, but it's new to HBO Max. Also new to Disney Plus, Back to the Titanic, and Beauty and the Beast, the 2017 edition. New to Amazon Prime will be Chemical Hearts, The Legion, and Superman. Man of Tomorrow. So those are all available on Amazon Prime. And then if you are a WWE fan, SummerSlam is this weekend with NX. SummerSlam is this weekend on Sunday, and NXT Takeover 30 is Saturday. So there you go. Some things to do over your weekend. If you're looking for something to do and you want to sit in front of the boob tube and figure out some things to do, from there anyways let's get into some news and talk about what's going on out in the world there authorities are working to identify a woman's body found inside of a car that is believed to be that of missing kansas mom marilyn carter carter's uncle first found the car while searching the area her cell phone last pinged police chief todd groom said the body and the vehicle were found in a shipping container and that was partially hidden by tall grass in a field Carter's first went missing after abruptly deciding to drive herself to a treatment facility in Birmingham, Alabama, back on August the 1st. Authorities tracked her to a hotel in Missouri, where she was only stayed for about two hours before checking out. Her next stop was believed to be in West Memphis, then Arkansas, while she was last spotted at a gas station on August the 2nd. Authorities now know that the woman in the vehicle died from asphyxiation due to carbon monoxide. They're still waiting for a positive ID as of the time of this report. So that's what's going on there. Always, you know, when we start talking about some of these things and how these things occur and all that kind of interesting stuff. So we're talking now, today's the 21st, roughly missing since the second, 19 days. They always say that when you have a missing person, and when I say they, most investigators, police officers, detectives, however you want to take a look at it, say that you really have to, the first 48 hours is the most important part. The first 48 hours really play a factor to what's going to happen next. So I talk about it and I reference it, of course, because- It's so important, these things that we talk about. Now, a shipping container is not an easy thing to acquire, to put out in the middle of a field. And then we start talking as well about that the car was inside of a shipping container and then grass. So there was some work that had to be done for all of this things to occur. I know kind of a weird slant there, but something to talk about. And I do say slant because... We're kind of just talking to talk at this point without not having enough information that's been open to the public. So let's leave it that way. Anyways, let's continue real quick. And of course, don't like talking about it, but we have to mention it. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. I shouldn't say middle. We're still in part of a pandemic. Who the hell knows what even part we're in? We just know we're there. So here's a COVID quit fact. The number of confirmed covid cases is just over 5.5 million in the u.s this means that eight that 98.3 percent of the total population of the u.s does not have covid worldwide the number has been confirmed cases is nearing about 22.5 million this means that 99.7 percent of the world does not have covid and this is just a reference piece because this is how the stuff is written as i tell you this when it comes down to deaths 99.95 of the u.s population hasn't died from the virus and 99.99 percent of the world population has not been nothing has occurred death wise now the way that that is worded is extremely i would say it can be harsh to some sarcastic to others but it's a percentage in comparison to so look at it that way because i always hate when you start giving data And there's, it can be taken out of context. And I know sometimes how I word that, it can come across as wrong. So what are you trying to say? And that's not the point that I'm trying to make. What I'm trying to make here is the point is this is what the percentage in comparison to. So think about that as we do reference it. So just to be on the safe side. Just to be on the safe side. Cause that's what we need to talk about. We need to talk about what's going on and I'm not going to be like, Oh, well we're only talking about the positives and not the negatives and all that other kind of fun stuff. Cause I think we need to talk about all of it. I think that all of it's important. What do you think when you start hearing this, by the way, when I say, what do you think? This is the opinion of what you think. Of course, I'm not joking as I say it. So you have some options. Some of you who are shy can give the answer to yourself. Some of you who are not shy and want to do the interaction with the screen, you can type something in. We might get it in time if the box is working, and then we can talk about it. And if you just don't know what to do because it's too late in the day, and if you're listening to either on the radio station in a replay or listening via podcast, well, then you're just going to probably be doing a lot of talking to yourself. I mean, you can reach out to the phone line, but I just, most of the times people don't answer unless we have some kind of call-in thing going on just for the purpose of mentioning that, just in case. I know, a little rough there. Let's continue. Here we go. First Magnitude Brewing, a craft brewery in Gainesville, Florida, recently debuted a beer inspired by popular Dole Whip treats served at Disney Parks. Dole Whip Sours reportedly brewed actual Dole Whip mix, pineapple puree, and milk sugar. And milk sugar? Okay, The brewery revealed the drink on Instagram, describing it as a creamy, dreamy, dreamy, sour, but not too sweet or tart. Just the right balance that packed with pineapple goodness. What do you think? Are you big into craft beer? Duh. Or do you not care about that kind of stuff? I mean, I just asked for the sake of asking because I don't know. I mean, I don't drink outside of the normal tequila thing that we've talked about on several occasions that we don't need to go down that path so when you hear something like that are you big into the dole whip aspect i mean have you gone down to disney before and had the dole whip aspect i almost i'm not even sure if it is served at a park i know that i've had it at one of the hotels there I just don't recall having it at a park, but I'm not a Disney aficionado like some of the people that live around here in the area, not like live around here just in case. So something to think about. So if you're interested one more time, First Magnitude Brewing out of Gainesville, Florida, don't know if they ship. You're going to have to look into that on your own because I never know that stuff, but something to think about for sure.
1: You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show.
0: The state of Massachusetts requiring for all school children to get the flu shot, to, be, to stay enrolled in public schools and daycares. The reasoning is the flu symptoms are very similar to those of COVID-19 and preventing the flu will save lives and preserve health care resources per the Massachusetts Department of Public Health. They are also the first state to require the shot of a children for over the age of five. Meanwhile, childhood vaccines for things such as polio, mumps, measles, chickenpox are still only recommended. Okay, so let's talk about it for sure. We talked a few weeks ago about this in particular. We talked about having a requirement For certain vaccines. And we talked very candidly at the time. About COVID-19. And potential coronavirus vaccine. Now I have to tell you. When we talk about this. How do you look at it? How do you go back and go okay. This is something that should be required. Or do you look at it and go. Mm -mm, not happening now keep in mind that we are talking about massachusetts here we're not talking about the whole country so as you hear this and i reference it what do you think if this was a mandate in the state that you live in and let's say for instance that you have a child that's five or older that is still going to public school i don't know if public daycare is a thing so i don't want to say the wrong thing there would you Give him the shot. Now, the safety consultants are saying no, that he w- it says some people will just refuse. And he's also referencing that his kids are grown. He'll have ch- grandchildren probably in the near future. He's not acknowledging that they'll be small then. But that's a whole other story. But think about it for a moment. Think about it for a brief moment. How would you react to that? How would you go forward? Are you going to hold back or not do it, knowing that the other side of the equation is a couple different things? Well, you normally know that right away that's going to be something that had been tested and really not proven because you're not going to have enough detail when it does come out. Or do you look at it also at the same time that you know that your child would have to be at home? And are you in one of those areas where you can stay at home if need be? A lot of stuff to think about there for sure. I mean, I can sit here and go, okay, we can talk about this. But you can look at me and go, Jay, you're out of your mind If that was going to occur. Anyways, let's continue. The big three stock index were up during Thursday's session. The NASDAQ jumped 118 points to secure a new record high close to at 11,265 points. The gross was capped. The weekly first time jobless Claims reports showed over 1 million new filers during the week ending August 15th. Investors and forecasters alike were not expecting the uptick compared to the recent weeks. Johnson & Johnson had a positive day after announcing that it will begin a coronavirus vaccine trial as early as next month. Tesla rose more than 7% and closed above $2,000 per share for the first time. The automaker now has the market capitalization greater than, are you ready for this? Than Walmart. Yeah. Walmart. Greater capitalization than Walmart. Tesla. You remember? That crazy guy that wanted to make electric only cars that a lot of people said was not going to be successful do you do remember that right because there was a a moment in time that that was actually going on funny how that has changed what do you think now when i mentioned tesla i know some people in the audience get excited Have you looked at some of the safety features that those cars have? And of course, some people will automatically be like, well, isn't that that car that drives itself and it wrecks? Let's kind of hold back on that. Because there is a difference between an autonomous vehicle and an autopilot. But we've talked about that briefly before. We have to have an understanding of the difference between the two autonomous vehicle and then you have to start talking about the different levels of being autonomous that's one through five varies from state to state and what the car can do so what do you think about their safety features do you think as this becomes more and more into the public i mean we're already to see what the market capitalization's worth but do you start seeing where tesla will start dominating the market a little bit more I mean, the Model X just recently came out. The Cybertruck is scheduled to come out. I don't know if it's going to be how delayed it's going to be with everything going on. But think about it for a moment. Think about it. Think about how much things can change just in a short, very period of time.
1: You are listening to a Radio God. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a Radio God. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. So this one
0: is gonna be pretty interesting. Public urinals may aid the spread of coronavirus. Researchers at Yang Hao University in China have found that flushing urinals can release clouds of the virus c- containing aerosols that can potentially be inhaled. The group also c- care oh my god, the group also came to a similar conclusion with flushing public toilets. The authors of the study noted that urinals are used within crowded venues, posing a serious public health exchange. Now, let's talk about that, because I think a lot of people might know this or could know this. I don't know. I mean, I look at it and I pause for a moment because I want you to I want you to really think about this. You are aware that most standard toilets have a toilet seat and a cover. And in all technicality, you have to actually take a look at this and go, based on how things have been described, based on case studies, you're supposed to flush the toilet with the lid down and so with the cover where things won't fly into the air. Most public bathrooms do not have a lid on the toilet to cover. Needless to say, I would hopefully hope that most—only the males know this—in the audience or people that you know fall under that gender category would know that urinals are normally not covered. So. Of course, when you flush, things are going to go all over the place. And then we can start having that whole conversation about what about these waterless toilets or waterless urinals and how that would work. Do you remember before things started opening back up all over the place? If you went to a public park, the bathroom still remained closed, even if the park was open. Did you find that weird? Because they might as well have told you that it wasn't open. But think about it. Think about how crazy that is for a moment. Just for a brief moment, think about it. Think about the different things here. I don't know what kind of bear trap you're trying to set there, Mr. Primus. I don't know if I can put that as a link. Who knows what rabbit hole you're taking us down. But think about it for a moment. We kind of already knew that these things were going to spread. I don't think that this is an element of surprise. I don't think that this study is going to is showing anything that a lot of us didn't know already. But then it all depends in which camp you fall into. But germs do spread based on that. So let's continue. Target has explained. Oh, hold on, hold on before I go. Here's the study that tells you. The virus is also in the urine and in feces. We're going to take your word for that. I don't know if I want to plaster that anywhere. Pun intended. Target has expanded its grocery pickup service to more than 1,500 stores around the country, or about 85% of its locations, according to the company press release. The move expands the online grocery offerings for the retailers. Previously, customers had the choice of same-day delivery, order pickup, or drive-up time, but grocery pickup via app is now available in select locations. The announcement comes just one day after Target said com- comparable sales rose by, let's see, 24.3% in March through June as customers loaded up on electronics, home goods, and food and essentials to ride out the COVID lockdown. So let's talk about this. Court of public opinion. Think about it for a moment, just for a brief moment as I talk about it. Do you feel comfortable with someone else getting your groceries? Because let's think about this for a brief second. Some people are very selective when it comes to their fruits and their vegetables. Some people are very selective when it comes to their meat choices. Some people are very selective on how the produce should look. And they want to do the grabbing test, the look test, all these weird tests that you like. And it's okay because you can be weird with your own product that you're going to buy. Do you want average Joe customer to do the same thing? Do you want them to touch up your product? Looks like Sheldon does not But think about it. So then all of a sudden, this person's going to grab these products they're picking up for you, and then they're going to bring them essentially to one or two places. Your place of business or your home. Most of these product services are now actually dropping them off outside of your home. And you just kind of go outside and pick it up. Then you touch every box that they touch and so on. So... You can go that specific and do the scare tactic to, to some extent as we talk about it, but then you have to also think that there's people at the grocery store that are touching stuff, putting it back, and so on. So how do you feel about this whole thing? And then do you turn around and go, well, the risk is better if I go in person? Or do you turn around and say, no, the risk is better if I just do it myself? And go to a farmer's market, which is kind of similar. I don't know. I don't know what kind of food you eat. We're just talking. There's so many things that go into that equation. There's so many different things that you have to think about as these things happen, for sure. I mean, there's just no way and ifs and buts about it. Or do you just say, screw it, I'm just going to order from Amazon, but you're kind of going through the same thing? And don't get me wrong, I like my Amazon products. Something to think about, that's for sure. I'm just bringing it up for you to think about it as well. Listen
2: to our host of the Rated-R Safety Show.
0: Self-implode on our airwaves, only on Safety FM. Tropical Depression 13 is heading towards South Florida. The National Weather Service reports that the area is the forecast cone of Depression 13. But there is a still high uncertainty to determine what, if any, impacts the system will have or may have at the time. The NWS model currently shows a storm near Puerto Rico over the weekend and reaching South Florida early next week. So for those people that are out in that area, something to definitely be taking a look at. And there is another storm in the Gulf of Mexico or something that's forming. There, there does look like there might be a possibility of two hurricanes in the Gulf at the same time, which has never happened before talk about the ground and pound or anything similar to that i mean i would almost look at it as like a fighter receiving some cracked ribs by the grounding and pounding of that whole thing i don't know why comparing hurricanes to grounding and pounding but something to think about the destruction reminds me of cracked ribs for sure So as we talk and we continue forward, let's get into some other news and talk about some different things. Uber and Lyft can't keep driving, can't keep driving. Let's go through that, can keep driving. The company received an emergency that says that will allow them to continue operations in California rather than shut down or be forced to reclassify drivers to a full-time employees instead of independent contractors and provide them with benefits, according to the blog post. A new lower court ruling was scheduled to take effect at midnight, which would have forced Uber and Lyft to treat all drivers as employees, something both companies wouldn't find to be financially a burden. Not only to them, but the countless numbers of riders who depend on them. Shares of both companies surged following the news after initially trading lower in anticipation of the shutdown. So, I have to tell you, just as you think about it, and we talk about it, you are aware that the people that work under the Uber and Lyft model are independent contractors. They're sourced, fielded through Uber and Lyft, and they have to meet X qualification to actually make it. If they do make it, then the option from there is that they can come on as a third-party carrier, contractor, however you want to word it. So there was a determination that was being made in the glorious state of California where people were going to be required to be an employee. And as you just heard, that's kind of been put on the back burner. Now, that would have changed the model for the whole system. I don't believe that Uber and Lyft would have been able to move forward with the model if that was the case, putting a lot of people in a very weird position. The reason that I take this deep dive and talk about this is because at the same time, too, interacting with a third party in trying to cover safety programs becomes a little bit more difficult on holding them accountable for X, Y, and Z. There's some people that talk about different protocols that need to be put in place, but from an employee employer standpoint, it's a little bit easier at time. And I'm not talking about blame point, blame, and shame. That's not what I'm talking about, but it's an easier thing to do because when you start interacting From a third-party carrier or a third-party or an independent contractor, it's a business-to-business relationship. So most of the times, X can cause a breach in the contract. If most breaches occur in a contract, you have X amount of time to correct it. After that X amount of time expires, it goes bye-bye. I dealt in the world of independent contractors for a long period of time with some of the transportation companies that I worked with. At one point, I had 18,000 independent contractors across the board. It's a little bit more difficult, I can tell you, speaking from experience. So if the model was to change, what's your thoughts about Uber and Lyft staying in business? Do you think that they would change into the model or would they just become something entirely different? Think about that for a brief moment for sure.
2: Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM.
0: So I want you to think about this as you hear this news story. A San Diego police department has discreetly been using spyware technology to unlock iPhones without the owner's knowledge. According to a local report, the invasion has been going on more than two years, and the department implemented the technology without notifying the city council. The city's police foundation reportedly funded the venture, not the department itself. Critics are concerned that the technology could be abused or create additional risk if it falls into the wrong hands. Spokesperson for the department said that they will continue to use the spyware within the boundaries of the law. So think about that for a quick moment. Now, it did say iPhone in particular, so let me make sure that I'm clear on that. So... Piece of software that can unlock, or let me rephrase that, spyware technology that can unlock a phone. Now, it did not go into specifics on whose phone they were unlocking. If it was a detainee, if it was someone who had been arrested, or exactly what it was. So what do you think as you hear that? Because the way that this tech stuff always works, there's always a problem, a solution, a problem, a solution, a problem, a solution, and then a problem, and someone's trying to build a solution, and then there's another problem. Just kind of the way that it works. So as you look at this, if you're an iPhone user, what do you think about this? What do you think about the whole thing? How do you look at it and go, okay, or is it not okay? Do you think that part of the thing that should happen is that you should just have, people should be able to access your phone if you get detained? And I did say you, I didn't say someone else. I said you, because I think that's important. I think it's important to talk about. Instead of just leaving it as is. That's for sure. So let's go into this. Jess Gons has died. The Gold Room operator featured on Discovery TV, Gold Rush. Discovered unconscious by a crew member on Tuesday in Colorado on the set. He was later pronounced dead at the hospital. His cause of death is currently unknown. He was 60. Another thing of never knowing where to transition after that. Let's continue down the path here. Let's talk about the things that are going on in Swampland. Former advisor of President Trump, Steve Bannon, was arrested on Thursday in connection with phony, with the phony We Build the Wall organization. The campaign was launched back in 2018 to generate revenue that was supposed to go directly to efforts to build the southern border wall Trump promised in 2016. Bannon and three others were indicted for using some of $25 million raised for inappropriate personal expenses that were funded through a shell company and nonprofits. The White House has actively distanced itself from Bannon and the organization. The final night of Democratic National Convention, Julia Lewis Dreyfus hosted another round of live speeches and video montages. Mike Bloomberg made a plea to business owners to get new leadership at the helm of the country. In the final keynote of the week, Joe Biden took shots at what he called President Trump's failure to lead during the pandemic. Biden said on day one, he would deploy instant rapid COVID tests. So anyone guess anyone's guess where he currently is keeping his staff? Well, that's bullshit. So. He would actually deploy this to it to be open to the public. So the question comes about, is there another stash of these things? Because that's been a question. The evening concluded with Biden and Harris and their spouses gathering on the stage to set up and surrounded by spectators in their car watching the fireworks show. They also wore a mask standing six feet from each other and distancing from around the people in their cars. Biden said the national mask mandate would be part of the agenda for COVID relief. In the final moments of the fireworks show, Biden was on camera with his mask and people, some people claimed that he had it around his chin. So there you go on that. President Trump spoke about, Spoke a, hold on. President Trump spoke a stone throw from Joe Biden's hometown of, Scart- of Scranton, Pennsylvania, Thursday, ahead of Biden's keynote address Thursday evening to conclude the DNC. Trump spun the image of Biden being a Pennsylvanian squibbling and he le- as he left like 70 years ago. He wasn't born here. He abandoned Scranton, Trump said. Trump warned that Biden-Herron's administration would mean a widespread destruction. Citing smoldering ruins of Minneapolis and the violent anarchy of Portland. I have to tell you, I do not like talking anything about politics. I don't even like reading the shit. It drives me crazy to even talk about it. Because you could lean one way or the other and people can take it so out of context so quick. So I don't know. We need to start talking a little bit more about this. You're going to have to tell me if this is something you want me to continue with because I don't know. I just go, what I think about it. Do not like it at all. I think that most people already have their political decisions made on what they want to talk about, look at, and so on. And I am not trying to convince or do anything. All I'm doing is trying to give you information that's listed on there. And sometimes I'm not even sure if it's worth talking about because all it is is people throwing shit at each other. That's an opinion about my politics. My political stage there at the moment either side take your pick i know i went there i sure did something i don't like talking about that's for sure
1: oops what did he just say we at safety
0: fm don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and
2: guests
1: now back to real safety talk on safety fm <laughs>
2: This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Those so-called winners don't go to court. They settle for less because they need the money more than you do. I use the courtroom to right the wrongs so you and your family get everything you deserve. Not a quick settlement. We get better results because I'm a real trial lawyer not a TV salesman. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable.
1: What did he just say? We at Safety
2: FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and
0: guests.
1: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM.
0: Okay, a new Netflix documentary focused on a new way to tackle the planet crisis. Kiss the Ground, narrated by Woody Harrelson, goes against the grain with the goal of leaving viewers feeling hopeful. Messages of how to protect the planet are shared by Patricia Arquette, Giselle Bündchen, Jason Mars, and David Arquette. Who all appear in the documentary is beginning streaming on September the twenty second. Olivia Wilde is set to dir- be a direct new female lead Marvel superhero for a movie for Sony. While few details have been shared, the insider are told Deadline that the project is about Spider Woman. Wilde gave a hint about the film this week, retweeting Deadline story with just a spider emoji. So there you go. Continuing down the superhero path. Filming for The Batman is set to resume next month, according to Variety Reports. Cameras will begin rolling in Warner Brothers Studios in Levensdale. After production came screeching halt in March due to the coronavirus concerns. As previously reported, Robert Pattinson will play the Cape Crusader. So there's that. Sasha Baron Cohen was spotted dressed as his controversial character Borat in Long Beach, California this week. This side of spark speculation that this could be le- leading to filming of a sequel of the 2006 movie, Bull Rat, Bull So there you go. If you're interested in that, it's been a while, 14 years or so, you know, the clip of Cohen made waves on social media with some excited about the potential sequels and other commenting that it would be canceled 2020 because I will definitely tell you that shit will not be politically correct for today's Age. I mean, not that it was politically correct back then, but something to think about for sure. So, as we talk about that, Dak Shepard will undergo surgery following his motorcycle accident. The actor detailed the incident on his Armchair Expert podcast this week, saying that he went over the the handlebars of his bike while riding at the Sonoma Raceway. Well, he got back up and rode through two more sessions. He said that he really was painful by the end. Shepard told listeners that he went to the hospital where he was told that he had four broken ribs. His clavicle is broken in three places. He also broke the same hand that he broke a couple of months ago. Despite all the pain, Shepard said that he doesn't think it's enough to get him to quit writing. Curious what his wife, Crystal Bell, has to say about the whole thing. That should be interesting. Four broken ribs. I was talking to somebody recently, and they were telling me that their mom ha- believed to have some bruised ribs or broken ribs. Was not sure exactly how they got broken, p- pounded, or whatever, how, whatever, cracked, whatever the word is that I'm trying to look for. Something like that. Anyways, let's continue. These are the albums that are being released today. The Killers, Imploding the Mirage. Josh Turner, Country State of Mind, and Tim McGraw. Here on Earth. So there you go. Some different things to take a look at if you're interested in doing so. Rumors were swirling on Wednesday about heartthrob Brad Pitt and Harry Styles were teaming up to star in Faster, Cheaper, Better. But Variety reported Thursday that their sources said it's not true. The film is directed by Dan Gilroy. It's a drama about human workers are gradually being outmoded and replaced by artificial intelligence drones, robots, according to Deadline. So there you go. There's that information, as you know. So I'm going to talk about this, and we're going to reference this as the main news story. But let me tell you, let me give you some qualifiers first. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show.
2: We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the
0: microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. So I don't know if we can talk about this and say it's a conspiracy. I don't know if we can talk about this and say it's something entirely different. I'm just not sure how to talk about this. So let's get to it. So according to CBS Las Vegas, they aired something this week that referenced a list of associates who have died mysteriously that were affiliated or associated to the Clintons the list that they actually reported was over 24 people and went into full detail of what timeline it was and when these things occurred. And we're talking about CBS in Las Vegas. So I just want to make sure that we're not talking about CBS national as this occurred. But, I mean, it went into like detail like this. James McDowell, Clinton's convicted whitewater partner, died of apparent heart attack while in solitary confinement. He was the key witness in the Ken Starr investigation. And as I looked at this, here's where it can get kind of weird. Because you can almost turn, by some of the slants, conspiracy. You can almost go, okay, maybe it's true. But it was really weird on how it was set up. And I looked at it and I I sat back for a hot moment and I was like, today, maybe we should talk about it. Maybe we shouldn't talk about it. So that's why you see the title of the episode of the cracked rib story or the list and the cracked rib story. I'm not sure if you want to hear it and the list. I'm not sure if we should go with it. So that's why I was torn on talking about either or, but I wanted to give you the detail of what they went into with this. So maybe I should just do it this way. If you're interested in finding out more, go to CBS Las Vegas on the internet, not go there personally. And take a look at what they had to say about the list of Clinton associates that they deemed was part of this 24 people that things had occurred to. If you're interested in that kind of thing. And I know some people are going to be like, well, why don't you tell us the whole thing? Well, I could, but I just, I don't know. I'm kind of have mixed emotions about the whole thing for sure. As we talk about this. So what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking today's Friday and we need to do the 32nd countdown. I'm thinking that we need to get everything out of our system. I'm thinking that we need to sit back, look at all everything that had been built up for the week and yell for the next 30 seconds just to get it out of our system and get moving forward from there. So I'll put the 30-second countdown on the screen. If you're watching or listening via podcast or via radio station, I'll play something to let you know when it's over with. So let's start that 30-second countdown in 3, 2,
1: and 1. So I think that should do the number.
0: That should do the number for sure. Something to think about as you do hear that. Just want you to think about it. Hopefully you're able to get everything out and you're good to go and move forward with. Because I think it's important. I think it's important if you have a lot of tension build up throughout the week, that at least from time to time, you're able to get it out. Anyways, let's talk about some of the things that are going on. Or let me rephrase that. Some of the things that happened back on this day. Looks like somebody has a lot to scream about today. Well, that's good to hear. Thank you for sharing. Back in 1993, NASA unexpectedly loses contract with Mars Observer, which was scheduled to orbit Mars and completely map the planet. A commission later concluded that the fuel pressurization tank ruptured, causing the spacecraft to spin wildly out of control. That was back in 1993. In 2008, the. US women's soccer team beats Brazil 1 to0 to take home the coal the gold. listen to this, take home the gold at the Beijing Olympics. That was back in 2008. So just in case, because I know it's almost about that time, let's talk about some different things, and let's talk about this great organization known as National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you're not familiar with National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, what they actually do, if you're actually struggling from any thoughts of depression or suicide, you can actually go to their website, which is suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Type into the chat box, and they will let you know of resources that are available in your area to help you with your thought process or even things that can help you otherwise. If you don't want to do the chat box thing, you have the option as well as going to call, and that's at 1-800-273-TALK. 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. The other thing that we talk about all the time is missingkids.org. That's a website that tells you what happens after you might get an Amber Alert on your phone. Tells you about kids that are being either trafficked or missing or exploited. So you have the option to go there and take a look at some of the information that's available. Also, they have a 24-hour hotline. That's available on their website as well. Right now, they're asking for people to assist with what they're trying to do. Unfortunately, they cannot take people in at the moment to help their cause due to the pandemic. But they are asking for some kind of financial donations if you're able to do so. Any little bit helps. So don't be hesitant if you can do something. Even if it's as little as a dollar, everything helps. Just for the sake of knowing. Anyways, a couple things coming up here at Safety FM. Like I said, we just referenced Munch and Ment earlier on the show. Also, coming up here in the next few, let's see, in the next little bit. It's not really that far away. I'm up the wrong thing because that's what I do. Um, We are going to have the art of podcasting. The art of podcasting we will be doing live and in living color on the 2nd of September, 9 a.m. Eastern time. So if you're interested in actually participating in that, you're more than welcome coming out, hang out with us. You can get some more information about it at safetyfm.io. And we'll talk about the art of podcasting. We'll go through everything that we've learned in regards of actually getting everything set up and what we did okay at, what we did great at, and what we failed at, because there's a lot of things that it's a learning curve. Let's, Let's just be realistic. It's what it boils down to. So anyways, we'll be back on Monday with another lovely episode of the Rated R Safety Show. If you have not taken a listen to the episode with Linda Martin on the Jay Allen Show, please go out there and take a listen. Also, tomorrow, Munch and Mench, Monday, back with the Rated R Safety Show, Tuesday, on the Jay Allen Show, we will be talking about the contest to get the newest book, The Practice of Learning Teams. This is a Ford written by Todd Conklin, and then you have authors Brett Sutton, Glennis McCarthy, and Brent Robinson will be on the episode on Tuesday of the Jay Allen Show. So I'm looking forward to seeing you there. Thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM, and that is the listener. If you're interested in actually coming in and hosting the show, contact me. Go to safetyfm.com. We can get you set up. Stay on and take a listen to what's coming up next. It's Mike Saddam with Crucial Talks on safetyfm.com, safetyfm.live, and definitely on the app setting if you're interested in taking a listen to any of it. Anyways, thank you for being the best part of Safety FM. That is the listener. You know who I am. I definitely know who you are. Love you. Mean it. Bye.
1: Duh.